Welcome to Heart of Worship Church Podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Peter chapter 1 verse 1 we read, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertaineth to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of his divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust. And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacks these things, he is blind and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was once purged from his old sins. Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence that you make your calling and election sure, for if you do these things, ye shall not fall. This is a powerful passage full of instruction, word, and revelation on the sanctification of a saint, on growing in grace and the process by which it most effectively happens. You see, for a gold or silversmith, it is the furnace that brings the impurities hidden within the workman's material to the surface. So for the human, it is often the furnace of affliction that brings these hidden impurities to the surface as well. Pride, selfishness, greed, ambition, vainglory, unbelief, a desire, For attention, all of these things surface quickly when the heat and pressure are turned up. Therefore does God take us through trial and tribulation to purify his bride and to make her ready for the day of his returning when the secrets of all hearts will be revealed. In Ephesians chapter 5 verse 25, Paul tells us of this. He says, husbands, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. In Titus chapter 2 verse 11, we hear the message that was given in our opening passage repeated when it says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men for this purpose, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly and righteously and godly right now in this present world. 
looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. What a powerful word this is, that the grace of God was given to us for this purpose to purify us and make us zealous, desirous of good works right now in this present world. And all of this comes by the washing of the water of the word, the things that Jesus spoke to us are meant to lead us in paths of righteousness and cleanse us from all wickedness. Yes, it is his blood that saves us. We could have none of it without the blood of Jesus. But Jesus also said that on the day of judgment, it is the words that he has spoken, which will judge us. Because if we truly lived by his words, then it will prove if we had faith in him. This is why he said in Matthew chapter seven, that not those who profess me to be Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven, but those who did the will of my father, which is in heaven. Because obedience is the evidence of belief. When we have faith, we humble ourselves and repent of our wicked ways, and we set our heart and our mind to obey, and then he releases the grace to empower us to do so. This is the essence of what is being told to us in Titus chapter 2 verse 11 when he says that the grace of God that brings us to salvation has appeared unto all men for this purpose, to teach them how to walk in holiness and godliness and to purify them to make them a bride ready for the groom that is coming in our opening passage it says that both grace and peace are multiplied to us through the knowledge of god and it is in these times in the furnace that our knowledge of him is tested do we really know what he said in his word or what he spoke to us personally in the place of prayer Will we stand on it and not be shaken when all else around us is? Will we wait patiently for his deliverance, however it may come? Will we take matters into our own hands and mess his plans up? Will we try to climb to the top and leave others in the dust in the process? Will we act in fear rather than minister faith and grace? What will come to the surface when the heat is turned up a bit? Do you truly know the word of God and will you stand on it? The passage continues to say that maintaining our faith in this knowledge will lead us to demonstrate the virtue that he has made available to us through the life-changing blood of Jesus in the midst of these trying times and situations. To be shining lights in the darkness, to be beacons in our generation to be a reminder of the glory of heaven while surrounded by the elements of hell showing that they have lost their power over the soul whose hope is truly in the lord and in him alone therefore is it so important to be very diligent in the furnace when the pressure is on to recognize and allow the great craftsmen of our soul to remove those impurities as they surface that you might add to your previous measure of faith virtue and to your virtue also increase in knowledge and to your knowledge obtain greater temperance and to temperance to grow in patience 
and in patience to manifest more godliness and in godliness to demonstrate brotherly kindness and in brotherly kindness to offer charity. These virtues will demonstrate the character of Christ to a world that desperately needs to see it. His spirit will flow in these good fruits through you to nourish and strengthen those around you. This is the true power of the kingdom of God that is available to us here now and we must ever fight to maintain it. To contend for the faith that was once given to us, as Paul put it. To allow the furnace of affliction to purify and mold us rather than to harden us. Daniel chapter 11 verse 32 says, And such as will do wickedly against the covenant shall the Antichrist corrupt by flattery. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do great exploits. Let us remember this as we strive to rightly represent him in the midst of these great windows of opportunity that we have been given. Because, my friend, you were born for such a time as this. Don't let the enemy steal the great rewards that God has laid up for you in eternity by causing you to act out with a hard heart. Because our opening passage closes with this warning, that if we forget these things, then we will become blind, short-sighted, and easily ensnared by the enemy. We are warned to be diligent to maintain our calling and purpose, that we not fall away from it for lies, flattery, or an easier life, but rather to keep our focus on producing these things, which are the manifestations of Christ in me. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, it says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about by so great a cloud of witnesses, there are people watching Christians. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is now set before us, fixing your eyes upon Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, though he despised the shame of it, and is now set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradictions of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your mind. My friend, I assure you of this. If you focus on the fire, on the furnace, on the storm, you will sink like Peter did. And when we do this, we must immediately repent and be pulled back to the place of being focused on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Christ and you will walk in the fire and not be destroyed like the three Hebrew boys. Only that which held them back was burnt away in their furnace of affliction as they got to know Jesus more intently than anything they had ever experienced outside of it. So search your heart today. What lies inside that needs to be circumcised? What comes to the surface when the fire is heated seven times hotter? Pride? greed, ambition, selfishness, arrogance, or virtue, knowledge, faith, temperance, patience, godliness, kindness, and above all, charity, wherein is the bond of perfection in Christ Jesus. David said in the Psalms, in chapter 139, verse 23, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me 
in the way everlasting. And in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20, we read, But in a great house there is not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purgeth himself of these things, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and fit for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Therefore flee also youthful lust, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, and peace with them that call upon the Lord out of a pure heart. But foolish and unlearned questionings avoid, knowing that they do gender strifes, and the servants of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves, that if God preventure, they might be brought to repentance through the knowledge of the truth. O oh, Jesus, make us more like you. Help us to be willing to shine as lights like the three Hebrew boys in our furnace of affliction. God, we pray for wisdom. Lord, we pray to be filled with your spirit. We pray for you to speak loudly and clearly. Your sheep know your voice. It says they hear it. Another they will not follow. And right now there are so many voices, Lord, screaming in the ears of the people. Lord, there are so many opinions. But yours is the only one that will lead men to repentance. And that's what's going to really change things in the end. So, Lord, tune our ears to hear your word, to hear your still, small voice. Let us fix our eyes on you and not on the storms around us, and let the fiery trials around us serve only to burn up that which bound us, and not distract and drown us. We will do what Peter did. We will cry out all the louder, Jesus, save us. Get us back on track today. Pour upon us your spirit of grace, and empower us to be selfless in the midst of trials and tribulations in our furnace of affliction. And we thank you for choosing us to be born in such a time as this, that we might be used as lights in the darkness and receive great rewards in eternity for walking in faithfulness in the midst of a perverse generation. O oh Lord, use us to save this nation. Speak your truths to us and through us and cause us to be a right demonstration, not moving in pride or arrogance but in compassion, truth, selflessness, and charity. Lord, take away every impurity. Thank you for listening to Heart of Worship Church podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.